Hello, this is William Cooper. Welcome to Awakening Together, Relaxing into Happiness. How's it going? I trust well. Today, let's talk about balance. Our last podcast was about, do we have free will? And we discovered, or just revisited, the fact that personalities are made of thoughts They're inanimate objects. They don't think, just like thoughts don't think. So the personality can have no free will. What does have free will is you. And who are you? You're the oneness that shines through your body, that flows through your body, that uses your body as a vehicle to create and express in this world, to express and create beautifully. That's who you are. And in awakening, yes, we use our personality, but we let go of our identification to our personality. We're in this world, but not of it. We don't identify with, oh, I'm William or I'm Susie. We just see through that and we use the vehicle of a personality without taking it for more than it is. It's a tool. So, the one has free will, the one that's shining through us, shining through everything. It creates the entire universe, the creation. Now, that has many advantages because we can relax. We don't have to do everything ourselves because we the one is doing everything. And I mean, we from the personality perspective don't have to figure out everything. Oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. Or I'm going to be in trouble. Or this is going to be troublesome. Or how do I answer this person? Or how do I answer that person? That's stressful. That, from a personality perspective, which is rather blocked, as we talked about in the last podcast, and so many before, doesn't know these things. But the one, our true self, does know these things. So when we're in life and things are happening, we don't have to know all the answers. Isn't that much more relaxing not to have to know all the answers, just to relax into the whole? That's called trust. And complete trust, as we've talked about before, can only happen when you rely on the infinite. Because short of that, there's always a problem (laughs) because it's not infinitely handled. There's always a possibility. Oops, this didn't happen. Oops, that didn't happen. I should have jumped in to save the situation. But you don't really have to. Because the one is taking care of everything, and that's where the free will is. The one knows what to do. It's orchestrating the beautiful, evolving painting called creation. And everything in creation has its place and its role, and it is perfect. So 
on a big picture, I don't even have to change. I don't have to do anything. And I can't because the one who thinks they can is the personality. That's odd, isn't it? It feels odd. Well, how come change does happen? And are you telling me I don't have to do anything in my life? I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do any. The, the one takes care of everything. The one does take care of everything and you can relax. And that feels so much better not to have to do everything or figure everything out. However, intuitively or even beyond intuitive, you're guided to take certain actions in your life because the one, you are part of the one and or the one is flowing through you and it wants you to do certain things. Or let me rephrase that. You, as the one, want your individual incarnation to do certain things. So you will go to work. You might go, oh, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to work. But suddenly you fly off the couch and you go to work. Why? Because you're being guided to. What is that as it filters through your personality? What is that guidance seem like? Well, maybe it just seems like, well, I'm afraid if I don't go to work, I'll starve to death. Or you could let go of those fears and simply listen to your intuition and leave out, I'll starve to death and just go to work because that's how you're being guided. Depending on where you are in your awakening, that's how it will appear to you. There was one Zen teacher who said, when asked if meditation was necessary for awakening, he said, no, absolutely not. Though, I've never seen anybody awaken who didn't meditate. Well, it's kind of like that all through our lives. The meditation is a sign of awakening. But since there is no individual self, no personality, really, there is a personality, but we aren't our personalities. Let's just say that we're looking through our personality, but we're not our personalities. Therefore, it's not really an entity. Therefore, it has no influence on our awakening. What does influence our awakening is us, the infinite. We as the infinite, as the one flowing down through our lives. And the way we have chosen to move and enjoy the drama of awakening is through meditation. So we have orchestrated meditation but had not the one, us, decided to meditate, we wouldn't be meditating. And who created the quote-unquote blocks that cause us to have to meditate? We have to meditate because we are so fogged up and disconnected from ourselves. We need to go through the process. Well, who made that happen? The one. The one is what clogged us up, what muddied the water so that we do have to meditate and become clear again. The one both guides us to meditate and is the cause that makes us have to meditate. Well, why would it do that? We've explained it before in prior podcasts, but the drama of life, uh, 
life has to be differentiated. It has to have stories. It has to have dramas or it makes no sense. A leaf has to be different than a dog. A blade of grass has to be different than a bird or everything runs together. When there are these distinctions and separation, there's pain. When I'm separated from myself, when I'm totally separate as an individual so that I can have the drama of being an individual, if I'm deeply in that process of separation, then I feel separation anxiety, I feel anger and frustration that I'm separated, and I feel abandonment and hurt and existential angst and all sorts of things that motivate me. I feel deprived. I feel all the things that are in human drama. So it's a successful um, movement. Separation gets drama and stories happening. As I come out of my separation and I use meditation as a tool, then I can be in this world, but not of it. I can hold my personality lightly and not be so identified. And that's also a process and a drama. Who orchestrates both sides of it? We do. We as the one, as the divine. So it's all in complete balance. Everything as is as it should be. We can relax. Even if we feel bad, it's okay, because we're the reason why we feel bad. The one, we as the one. Nobody else is here in the world and beyond. There's only one. We did that. We're not trying to be mean. It just is serving a purpose. And everything is interconnected. So our hurt is connected to something across the world, a bridge in Tokyo, I often say. The reason why it's standing is because we hurt and our hurt is connected to something else and something else and something else and therefore the bridge in Tokyo can stand. Perhaps you've heard that poem and I don't have it memorized, but it's something like, for the want of a horseshoe, a horse goes limp. For the want of a horse that can walk, the rider loses the battle. For the loss of the, for the want of winning the battle, the kingdom is lost. For the want of the kingdom, you know, it goes on and on and on. But everything is connected. And in that poem, it's just that the horse steps on a thorn or something. <laughs> and the whole kingdom collapses because of that. It doesn't have the proper horseshoe. Well, our feelings are very important and our emotions are very important. I remember Sadhguru said something, and I won't have this exactly right, but uh, it made an impression and it's so true. We can trust. We can just connect to our full self and leave it at that. Let the universe work things out for us. That's us. Who's working it out? We are working it out, but let the universe. We don't have to figure out all the specifics because when we do, we get tense, we shut down, and we don't feel connected. So stay feeling connected. Another guru said, uh, 
if your car breaks down, why are you so upset? It The car has the problem, not you. <laughs> Same thing in a different way of saying it. We're taking care of it. The infinite is taking care of it. So just relax into that. It's okay. And when there is something that you as a personality need to do, you, the infinite, shining through this individual incarnation, which has a personality, you will do it. That is part of the whole. You will go to work. You will do the things you want to do. You will work in the garden. You will go to the grocery store. You'll either do it because you're deeply intuitive and that's the direction the flow is going. That happens when you're deeply awake or on further down the line when you're less awake and you're going through the process of awakening. You'll do it because of fear or anger or hurt, but nonetheless, you'll do it. So you don't have to worry about it. It'll work. It'll work itself out. You're in good hands because you're in your hands, right? The infinite is you and the infinite is love. So the infinite has both created your incarnation and loves your incarnation. Why? It's you. You love your incarnate. You created it. You created your incarnation and you are love. So you love yourself. That means you'll take care. The end of the story is a good one. I will guarantee you that. The end of your story is a good one. And you have so many lifetimes forever. You have infinite time to work it all out. So there's no hurry. You can relax. Do as you feel. If you feel an urgency, be urgent. If you feel relaxed, be relaxed. That's called being clear. You trust. You trust the big picture because you're taking care of yourself. You are the orchestrator and creator of the world, of the universe, and you come from way beyond. You know what? How do you get in touch with that? When you meditate and just are aware of your thoughts and emotions, after a while, you also become aware of that which is aware. And when you relax into that part of yourself, your intuition blossoms, and you know it intuitively. You fall into your awareness. And at the same time, you're aware of your problems. They still exist until they fall apart and they're discreated. You created them, they become discreated through the sun of your awareness. They're like ice cubes melting in the sun of your awareness. We've talked about that in prior podcasts too. But even all this might be too much talking because nonetheless, you, the infinite, are taking care of it all. Do you have to meditate? No. Do you have to do anything? No. But I don't know anybody who has awakened who didn't meditate. But I don't know anybody who had a sandwich today that didn't go to the grocery store. Do you have to? No. But you're guided to do it. By who? By you. Who else? That's all that exists, is you. Make sense? I hope so. You're in good hands. You can trust completely. 
You don't have to be afraid and afraid that you are afraid. You can at least relax and trust the infinite, which is you. That's why you can trust it. It's you. So if you have fear, that's what you've orchestrated. It has a place in this world. It will work itself out. It's good so you can relax that you feel afraid. It's the proper feeling. It has a place. You orchestrated it. So feel good that you feel bad, (laughs) if you ever feel bad. Okay, Uh, let's talk again soon. I look forward to the next time. Take care. Bye. Hello, this is William Cooper. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider following me and sending somebody a link so they can enjoy it too. Thanks so much.